Crime in Hollywood, the podcast. What does that even mean? I can't, I can't look away. Crime in Hollywood, the podcast. Well, here we go again. Why are you doing that? I don't even know what's happening. I'm just, it's hard not to watch. Look away. <laughs> now that's just weird. That is unfortunate. Crime in Hollywood, the podcast. Well, let's begin. Welcome to Crime in Hollywood. As always, I am Patrick Michael, your host. And you know what, guys? I realize it has been a while. It's been some time since we've been here in the studio doing this podcast, but nonetheless, the content still comes, okay? We don't put an end to podcasts. Though there might uh, be some time between episodes, you're going to get them. They're still going to come. Now, today's episode, we're not talking about a crime per se. Now, there are kind of a underlying criminal behavior, uh, criminal activities, but this is really an episode about conspiracy, okay? And that's exciting for me because I love a good conspiracy. I do. Now, I don't fall for them, okay? I'm not falling into those rabbit holes every time. But when there is one where somebody else has presented so much information that I can't help but to find that it might be real, <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about it. And this should be an interesting one. I mean, I'm excited about it because I love when a conspiracy features people that I've followed, right? Like we've known for a long time. Like we could all sit here and say, oh, you know, a conspiracy about Buddy Holly or something like that. But I mean, do we all really know that much about Buddy Holly as it is? It's hard to say whether a conspiracy is real or not if you don't know much about the person. Right or about their career at least. Now, for me, conspiracies have always been intriguing for the simple fact of there's never really a, a real answer. You can say you can argue one way or the other that it's real or that it's fake, but nobody has proof, legitimate proof on either side. You know, we could all sit here and say Tupac was murdered, uh, the LAPD covered it up, but then we could also say he was murdered and took off to Cuba. I mean, there's so many different variations, and that's what makes them fun. And today we're going to be talking about two very, very famous figures in the world that might have some things going on. And... I'll be honest, I only found out about this, and I'll give credit to them where credit is due, but I only found out about the second conspiracy from the podcast known as The Lion's Den, and it's hosted by Jason Collings and Brent Morin. It's, a, it's actually a really fun show. I enjoyed it. Today's episode in particular was so good, it inspired me to go make this episode. So those of you that are fans of the Crime in Hollywood podcast, be sure to check out The Lion's Den, <laughs> because... Had they not said anything about this, had they not brought it up, there is just a good chance I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have gave two shits, honestly. 
But since I hear that uh, Jason himself dove deep into this, I couldn't help but to be like, well, guess we got something to talk about today. Because I already had somebody else we were going to discuss. So without, without you know, um, I guess, let's just get into it, guys. I had, yeah, all right. Okay, so the first thing that really, you know, intrigued me and made this uh, a big deal for me was when I was growing up and I first heard about the Illuminati or the uh, the possibility of, you know, guys in black suits that we never see running everything. Like, sure, sure, we see we see Warren Buffett runs the Federal Reserve. He's in charge. But who's his boss? You know? Who's that guy? And I've went down some really, really dark paths when it comes to this this fucking weird subject. But I never got to a point where I had heard about... I mean, I've heard of all these things, but I never... I was already done with the Illuminati and conspiracies when I heard about Bohemian Grove. Or... The other ones. There's there's others. We know. But I wasn't I wasn't interested like I used to be. So I stopped looking into it. Like at that point I had gotten so far I, I lost sleep because I got so deep in conspiracy. And what really happened is just the idea of the Illuminati and certain famous figures being cloned. And replaced. That was always bizarre to me, but I also didn't find evidence that it wasn't true. I saw Eminem acting very strange, even though he is strange, but things going on with his face that typically don't go on with his face, and this is on YouTube. I went into a deep dive on blood sacrifices. Yay! And like I said about conspiracies themselves, I never found myself being able to get enough evidence that I could say, oh yeah, that didn't happen, or that's not a possibility. Everything that I find just points me further in the direction of possibilities that you don't think are possibilities. And on the subject of blood sacrifices, to just know the history of that and how far back it goes, to think that people for some reason don't still do those things is bizarre. I mean, 
the internet specifically has opened up the world to many things that people didn't think were a thing. People dressing up as dogs and running around their backyard on a leash. That's a thing. Would we have known that without the internet? Maybe if you have a weird enough uncle, sure. But outside of that, it would have went right over our heads or under the rug and never been mentioned. Okay? So when this information... And, and the other thing is, is the internet is also full of misinformation. Things that people just make up. But when it came to the, the days of me losing sleep because of information that I found... As I said, I didn't find anything that was like, yeah, no, that's not real. Because if the first thing you want to do to make sure that people understand that you're not a part of something strange is to tell them, you know, especially after years and years of people assuming that you are a part of some weird group. If you never mention that you're not, that's an issue. And one of the main ones was Jay-Z for the longest time. Everybody thought Jay-Z was in the Illuminati. Throwing up the triangle. A lot of subliminal messages. And then it's like you never re really ever hear the dude say, yeah, no, that's not, not a thing. I don't... What? But that's the difference between when we were kids and the future kids. Because when we were kids, you didn't really have the ability to run into misinformation. For the most part... The things that you learned came straight from somebody else's mouth. Yeah, sometimes it isn't true. Sometimes it is a fabrication. But you could at least go back and be like, well, Dan lied. Dan made that up. That wasn't real. That didn't happen. That didn't exist. Now, Dan gets to post whatever he wants on the internet, say whatever he wants, and, and then Stephen comes along, he reads it, he believes it to be true. He reposts it, and then it, the, it just continues on. And in, in nowhere in that formula is there a point where somebody who has the real information stepping in until it's too late. Until the amount of people that have been that have been swayed to think this is the real thing when the one person that comes in with the real information, they're outnumbered to the point where it's like, dude, you can't, there's no way anyone here is going to believe you. All of us already have our belief and there's too many of us. We're going to be convincing each other continuously. Whereas your one small voice does not compare. I suppose maybe that's my way of convincing myself to, to believe that uh, these conspiracies aren't real. Or there's a possibility of them being unreal. Because like I said, everything that I, I find, because I suppose it's obviously the place I'm looking, I'm not finding anything that says, nah, 100% false. But like I said, that is because you're going to a place where everybody there believes the information. <laughs> what do they call that? They call that something. It's called, um, I don't even remember. Who cares? The point is, 
Today's episode, I'm talking specifically about the Illuminati and possibility possibilities of more Illuminati sightings within the podcast world. Because look at this. In my initial attempts to find information about this, about the Illuminati or secret societies, you're, you're led to believe that there's signs all over the place and they do, they only work through subliminal messaging. And now with the easiest access of famous people, for the most part, in the podcast world, are people online finding more information? Are people, because when I was doing my research, YouTube was the main place. You'd fall down into these rabbit holes where video after video from channel after channel is kind of repeating the same thing or adding information. So has somebody compiled people going to be a guest on a podcast and, and mentioning the Illuminati or having Illuminati undertones? Because you know what, guys? I've never looked into this, but I'm sure that's a thing. Has to be. Because believe me, still today, I hear people mention the Illuminati on podcasts, but they'll do it obviously in a joking fashion. But can we sit here and believe 100% that there's people that are in podcasting that aren't also a part of the Illuminati? Podcasting has gotten huge. I mean, we're competing with the likes of Dolly Parton now, guys. <laughs> we're competing with, you know, uh, Tom Green's got a podcast, always has, but that's a famous name. Conan O'Brien, you know, uh, Jenna Fisher and, and uh, Allison something, the girls from The Office. I mean, Justin Long has a podcast. Are we meant to believe Joe Rogan's not part of the Illuminati? I mean, that guy's got a lot of flower tattoos. All right, something's up. But really what I want to do here is I want to take this time in this episode to do the research with you and see if there's anything on YouTube where somebody has put together Illuminati symbolism within podcasts. Because there's so many channels out there, so many weird people that just have this absurd amount of time to put all these things together. That's, it's just too much work. Well, guys, outside of uh, probably getting way too deep and taking too long and finding other things that I might be interested in watching. I didn't happen upon anything with podcasts uh, having Illuminati symbolism. Probably could have done a deeper dive. But hey, you know what? We got more to cover here. And uh, on to the next thing. Alright, so I want to talk about this conspiracy that's been going on for quite some time. I don't know how many people are still talking about it. I have seen some recent posts on uh, YouTube, and uh, but it kind of only considers old information. But here's the thing, and we'll just start with the basic here. Now, I think a lot of us were fans, especially in my age range. We were, we were fans of the Chappelle show. We watched it. 
We saw it grow. We saw it hit its height. We saw it do very well. And then it was like, well, where'd it go? What happened? And not even just that. Where the hell's Dave Chappelle? Where did he go? What? I mean, we've heard of celebrities making a bunch of money, making some really great stuff, and disappearing. None of us have ever said we're against it. We've seen it. But Dave Chappelle was doing something very unique. And let's remember, he pretty much just left at his the height, the height of the height. It didn't make any sense. And then he wasn't in movies. People weren't seeing him do stand-up. It got very bizarre. And then many, many years go by, and he just shows up. Shows up. He's accepted back in. And it, it, once that happened... And you saw this Dave Chappelle. A lot of us that remember the Chappelle show was like, okay, well, that looks like a different guy. What happened? So then you start, you know, going down those rabbit holes and you find out weird information where he was cloned. People are saying he's cloned. There's so many different things that are, uh, that make him not look like or seem like the first uh, or original Dave Chappelle, we'll say here. And I notice it because I was a huge fan not only of the Chappelle show, not a huge fan of the Chappelle show, didn't really have access to it, did watch a lot of episodes, but Half-Baked, that was a huge movie for me growing up. So many great people in that movie. And Dave Chappelle was one of them. He was the star. So then you find out that people are saying he's copied, he was a clone, and I mean, earlier you hear about Gucci Mane, same thing, he looks so much different than the other Gucci, or, or original Gucci, we'll say here, uh, the, the technology seems like it could be there, they have said that they've cloned people. But does the clone come out exactly like you, or does it have to grow up and live 18 years? Before, it, right? I mean, does it have to live to be your age before it takes over your, you know, your spot? Like, say, for instance, you know, the real Eminem lived to actually only be 28 but they had been growing the second M&M for 28 years already, or 25 years, we'll say. They cloned him when he was three. But then how would you know he was going to be famous? That's all very strange. I don't know. But, you know, after watching Dave Chappelle come back and do very well and, you know, like I said, be accepted again, I was just kind of like, well, I got to look more into this. I got to find out what other people are saying because he looks so different 
Is it possible for people to change that much? Sure. But the bone structure changing is very weird. Because he was such a frail guy before he left. And he came back and had all this muscle mass. Odd. But is it possible? Sure. Sure. But is it also possible they could have cloned him? Hmm, that's where we get interesting, right? So what I did uh, as of recently, I ended up going around on YouTube and I found these videos. And of course, I check out the comments just to see what other people are saying. Like if they believe uh, what the video is about or portraying. And I found some really interesting things here about... It's a, it's a really long comment on uh, YouTube. And uh, it's about Dave Chappelle and his copy or clone. So let's go ahead and let's read this here. All right, the guy says, this guy's a damn good copy, only because he has Dave's memories, which that's what he uses for anecdotal references of his past, both in his new material as well in all his post-comeback interviews. But a few things give away his clone. First, he was booed during his first show back. He says he was effed up. Hi. I think he glitched. Although his clone had the memories of his previous times on stage, it did not have the physical experience of such. And I think he, it, in parentheses, suffered a central nervous overload, and he basically wigged out. Or as they used to say in DC back in the day, he started lunching. That's one. Number two, Dave's body type was always ectomorphic, from his teens right up to when he disappeared. Most will say his current transformation is due to aging and lifting. I say, bullshit. Even if he did start lifting, the old Dave's body would have become super cut, and he would have gotten strong, for sure. And maybe even gained a bit of mass, but he simply didn't have the bone thickness this guy does to pack on that kind of muscle. Go back and watch his old stand-up. He was slightly built in the shoulders. They were nowhere near as wide as they are now. Same goes for his neck. And his eyes are distanced differently too. And number three, his head, his actual skull, is also thicker and shaped just a little bit differently. It's probably only a couple of millimeters, but every time I see this guy, my mind says... This guy ain't Dave Chappelle. He's not the same guy I used to see on his show or in Half-Baked. It just isn't. Finally, this guy's voice is much deeper. They say it's from smoking. Again, I say bullshit. This guy can't hit as high of a pitch of Dave's trademark shrill exclamation voices he uses when yelling. He says, y'all can call me an idiot if you like. But Dave even said in old interviews, I'm not ever selling out. Okay, so that's just one guy. <clears throat> that's just one set of comments. <laughs> I would say, not even set, that's one comment that this guy spent a lot of time on. And he must be pretty passionate. But it just makes you wonder, outside of just his random, you know, details that he seems to deem important, what else is there? I mean, sure, Dave said he's not going to sell out. 
But you know how many people we've heard say they're not going to sell out only to find them selling out? It's not uncommon, guy. I will say it does surprise me that I don't see more fans, like deep fans, people that were obsessed with the Chappelle show coming forward and and saying that they feel a certain way about the new Chappelle. Because like I said, it is highly possible that he just gained weight or whatever. But also it is a question for debate. I feel like he, if he would just come forward and be like, yeah, no, it's this is what happened. This is why I look this way. This is why I don't do the high-pitched voice thing anymore. I mean, it feels like there's a lot of things that he could do to simply make himself seem like his old self. Now, I'm not saying that it is for sure a clone one way or the other. I'm simply saying that the, this Dave seems different than the other Dave. And then when you look at side-by-side -side photos, it's, it's just remarkable. Because they did try to say when it came to Gucci Man that they just had, there's another guy that looked like him, sounded like him, and they simply replaced him that way. Because it seems so strange. Like, I get somebody going and taking time off only to come back in great shape. That's fine. But when we're supposed to believe that Roderick Davis was in prison and he came back with a six-pack, pecs, and he's, you know, he's all shredded up, really into fashion. We're meant to believe that that's possible? Because I'm pretty sure they don't give you the type of meals in those facilities <laughs> that help you get jacked like Gucci Mane. Especially prison. But I don't know. Maybe you just met the right person. Maybe they have the best trainers in prison. I don't know. But it is a subject for curiosity, and that's why I love conspiracies. They're... They're hilarious in most parts, especially when they get so distorted. We're like, hey, man, that, I mean, isn't that a stretch? His skull is different? Oh. So let's go ahead and read one more comment that I saw on, uh, on this conspiracy video. And then we're going to talk about the real actual reason that we're here and the person that we're here to actually discuss. And I feel like some of you are probably like, yeah, we already know. We know what's up. We know what you're going to mention next. This is obvious. But this comment comes from Don142128, and he posted it two years ago. And he said, I would say they can... And he said, I would say they can clone celebs, politicians, etc. But I think it's more like MKUltra and other mind control experiments that the NWO is doing. Google John Todd, also known as Lance Collins, and see what you think. Now, this got 24 likes and three replies. Though I didn't read the replies, it did make me curious about John Todd or Lance Collins. Who are they? Why are those names important? And that's kind of the interesting thing about <laughs> conspiracies in general. Is it's so easy for you to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm deep in on Lance Collins or John Todd. Now I lost another four days of my life. But now I want to close this episode out simply by talking about the one, the only, Britney Spears, guys. There's a lot of stuff going on about Britney and what's happening with her and the Instagram posts, the TikTok. 
all these things encompassing this whole free Britney hashtag. So let's dive into this for just a few, few moments. Hey everybody, just want to take a second away from the show to tell you about another amazing sponsor. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by Grand Aid. That's right. Do you have an old person in your life that has struggles with handwriting, picking up milk, moving chairs, getting up and out of any kind of a chair? Well, Grand Aid is here to help you. Grand Aid is a small daily vitamin that is taken orally. It is really up to you. And what it is, is it's going to help grandma and grandpa, even helping all of the old relatives in your life that need the assistance. Take Grand Aid once daily and see them improve in handwriting, association, physically, emotionally, any, any way that they can improve, Grand Aid is going to help. Visit GrandAid.com slash something. Use the promo code BADBRAINSTUDIOS for 20% off and help grandma and grandpa sit comfortably and get up comfortably. Now, where were we? Okay, so what we're going to be talking about here next <clears throat> is a figure that a lot of us grew up with. Now, you might not have been the biggest fan, but you certainly know who this person is. You might know, you might even just know her from the crazy moments she's had in the public eye. Paparazzi following her and whatnot, right? That might be the only reason you know Britney Spears. Now, the main reason that this is even a subject of today is because we mentioned the possibility of Dave Chappelle having a clone. No matter how true any of that could be, the Lion's Den podcast brought me here to the Free Britney movement, okay? And there's an actual website based on Free Britney. And you can visit it today. It's up right now. It is www.freebritney.net. I don't know why I said the www. Uh, <laughs> that felt dumb. But here we are. We're on the website, guys. And it says here, The Conservatorship of Britney Jean Spears. For over 12 years, Britney Spears has been held in permanent cons conservator conservatorship controlled by her father, Jamie Spears, with the assistance of business manager Lou M. Taylor, attorney Andrew, Andrew Wallet or Wallet, maybe, and professional uh, fiduciary, I don't know what that is, uh, Jody pa uh, Pice Montgomery. Britney's conservators control her finances and her person, which includes her movements, visitors, medical health, and legal decisions. As a conservatee, Britney Spears cannot vote, have custody of her children, choose her own doctor and medical treatment, or hire a lawyer of her choice. Her conservators decide whether or not she works, as she cannot enter into contracts for herself because she is legally not her own person. What? Oh, man. Uh, Britney Spears needs a permission from her conservators to leave her house or spend any of her money. 
Britney's conservators maintain that she is too disabled to, to care for herself despite an active career and personal life. During the 12 years of Spears' conservatorship, she has reportedly toured the world, released multiple albums, and worked on a variety of television shows. The site compiles news stories and court documents pertaining to Spears' conservatorship, as well as profiles of the people involved. The references and resources page has further information on conservatorships. So, I'm curious. This is all very, very curious. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm in awe. Like, what a bizarre thing. To think that that's even an option. That you can, you can literally take somebody's free will away? Right? That's the gist of it. She's not her own person. That's what they said. Oh, man. How scary. But let's look into some of these people also involved on this site. Because, honestly, I'm actually very curious about the dad. Like, what... I mean, if the dad is involved here, you would think that he'd want... I mean, she's active in her career. She's working. She's doing things still. So it seems so absurd to think that he would be like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to take all your stuff. It says, uh, Jamie Spears is the father of Brian, Brittany, and Jamie Lynn, and the ex-husband husband of Lynn Spears and the conservator of Brittany Spears. So he's sole conspirator, uh, conservator, conspirator. Uh, Jamie Lynn is the daughter of Lynn and Jamie and the sister of Brian and Brittany. She works as an entertainer and spokesperson, though, can we be honest? Haven't seen her in a long time. There's a lot of people on here. I mean, Kevin Federline's on here. Uh, her mom, Lynn, is on here. Why doesn't Lynn have any say? This is all very interesting, though. But what's the, what's the truth to it? This all had to start somewhere. So let's we're gonna we're gonna check out this video here, and this video is from uh, looks like Sloan. It's a channel on YouTube that's got forty four thousand subscribers. It's S L zero four nine N. What is wrong with me? Zero <laughs> four N. And this video is called Britney Spears has needed our help for years. Hashtag Free Britney. And this came out July fifth, twenty twenty. Because what we know is there's a bunch of weird things going on her TikTok her uh, Instagram and people had put comments saying, Hey, Brittany, if something's going on, wear a yellow shirt in your next video. Or if you need our help, post a picture of a pink flower. And she did all of those things. Now this video has 5.6 thousand likes and only 139 dislikes, which means people are watching this uh, 161,000 people watched this video and they thought, you know, yeah. So the guy actually has a comment that he posted himself. And we're going to read the comments a little before we get into the video itself and some of Britney's things. Um, it's, uh, this person says, hey guys, I've dropped a new video on Free Britney because I found so much more information. I'm disgusted with how YouTube has been trying to censor this movement. The video is currently unlisted because I'm working out my issues with YouTube legal. But if you see this comment, you can go and watch the video now before it has been released. And there's a link. And then uh, please spread the hashtag FreeBritney hashtag. And that's another thing that people are saying about this whole 
uh, free Britney thing. If there if there wasn't anything going on, why has she not said anything? Why has she not came forward and been like, guys, I'm fine. I've not been kidnapped. All is well. She hasn't done any of that. She's ignored it. But yet she's she when somebody says wear a yellow shirt in the next video, she's like, you got it. Okay, so I'm picking these comments at random. I don't have I have none I haven't read any of them yet, so who knows what they're going to consist of. They could be funny, they could be revealing, but uh let's see what they have to say here. I mean, you got to love <laughs> you got to love YouTube comments anyways. I'm not going to read the long ones, but this one here that just came out came on here a week ago from Picturesque Princess. She says, "Britney Spears is a victim of the Hollywood industry." It's so much more common than people think, but money hides so much. So sad. We love you, Brittany. Stay strong. Over a thousand likes on that. Uh, Lacey uh, Monarco says, how can they say she has dementia when she can go on an effing tour where she has to memorize hours of singing and choreography? No. Oh, she got seven replies. Let's see what people said to Lacey. Uh, Jagfruit says, especially on meds, which you know they keep her on, it'd be even harder to remember everything on meds. That's a good point. I don't think she has dementia. Lolo says, maybe that's why she does those older dance routines uh, to show she isn't forgetting anything. She's a little sluggishness. She's a little sluggishness. That's what it says. Uh, seems medicated, but she still knows her moves. Um, Bob Shapa says dementia is long-term, not short-term memory. Uh, Dementor's Kiss says how much money did they have to pay the judge? Uh, Shakur DeAndre says now I understand the initial reasoning of the temporary ownership. She has millions and thought to be mentally unstable. Let's make sure she doesn't do anything wild temporarily while we get her help. But 12 years later, come on. All right, Gordana Christic two days ago said her boyfriend treats her like a slave. He's part of this. Shame, Sam and her team. And the boyfriend is in quotes. This is Sarah says I think they drug Brittany up against her wall, uh, up against her will. Drug Brittany up against her will, and she's helpless now. That's heartbreaking. Abby says this uh, one week ago. She said this is the sad truth of child stars and happens a lot. Parents feel entitled to the earnings, and it's completely wrong. Uh, Hadassah022 says, Why doesn't her mom or sister step in and do something? I want to hear what her sister and mother think. Yeah, it's exactly what I said. Where are they? I mean, they haven't even really been in the public. And here we are, you know. So let's let's see let's hear some of the things Brittany is saying and doing. This is just a uh, same video. My trust has really been battered. A lot of things that go on with me aren't right. Sometimes it's like too much. Nobody could deal with some of that stuff like that. What's up, guys? Welcome back to my channel. Today, I have a new video for you because everyone is talking about Britney Spears at the moment. Hashtag free Britney. So like I said, when you are when we were growing up, she was all over the place. And then you also are finding that because of this hashtag, people are saying that Britney Spears' voice and her sound is not her sound. 
That's not how she sounds. She has an actual singing voice, not whatever the hell she's doing there. Like she's trying to sound like a, uh, a doll, like fake. And her father is corrupt, to say the least. So get ready to pay close attention, grab a snack, and wash it down with some hot tea. Okay guys, honestly, this video is not tea because I've been following hashtag free Britney for a very long time. I've been a fan of Britney Spears ever since I was a little kid. I used to go to her concerts. I stand Britney. But as you guys know, Britney Spears has gotten a little bit quirky over the last couple of years. The thing is, too, is that she also, you know, because she had that very public mental breakdown, that certainly doesn't help the argument that she's fine or that all is well. So if there, even if there is something wrong, they've, they've made her essentially like a puppet by taking away her ability to see her kids and make her own choices. Because in the most recent Instagram video, people were saying how she was showing Illuminati hand symbols. People question whether she's okay or not. I mean, even Tanache tweeted out, like, hashtag free Britney, and she's worked with Britney several times, so I have a feeling that she knows her, like, low-key personally, because it doesn't seem like Britney Spears is allowed to be around anyone besides her doctors, her management, her father, and her boyfriend, that I low-key feel like they pay him to be with her, but, like, maybe that's just me thinking too far ahead. So, like the guy says, it definitely seems like somebody is pulling the strings, pushing the buttons, moving the wheels. And it's not Britney Spears. What would be the best way for her to be set free? I would think come forward and show the world that you're fine. And the best way of showing that you're fine is probably acknowledging this situation that's going on currently. Is this good publicity? Yeah. But is it worth... I mean, this whole thing, it, I don't know. It's so bizarre. Britney Spears speaks out on the Free Britney movement and here's everything she had to say. But fans are still divided on her well-being. What's up guys, it's Susan Wright here for Clever News. So as the Free Britney movement continued to ramp up at full speed this week, leaving us all incredibly concerned for our girl, Britney Spears has come out herself to speak out on the situation. Okay, so I was not aware <laughs> that this video existed or that she talked about it, but this actually comes from a a very big channel with 4.74 million subscribers. And this video came out April 24, 2019. But we're well into 2020 and people are still talking about it. It's almost like ramped up, in fact. So let's see what she has to say. There's people that are, I mean, famous people have posted about it. Weird to think that, you know, other people have noticed similar. Let's just see what she actually had to say, if anything. The singer reportedly admitted herself into a mental health facility to take some time off to allegedly look after her health in processing her father's health problems. Fans, however, started speculating that Britney was being held against her will and even held a protest with free Britney signs at West Hollywood City Hall. As the rumours and conspiracy theories continued to swirl, feeling reminiscent of the concern around Britney back in 2007. See, so that's where I'm curious because, like I said, the biggest thing that people are worrying about now is that she's not saying anything about it. But she's responding to her recent videos and people suggesting, hey, if you need help, if you're in trouble, wear a yellow shirt. What I'm saying is, if there wasn't still something going on, why is she playing that game? Does she think it's funny? Is it a publicity stunt? I don't know. But I'm, I don't, I don't want to continue to listen to this lady 
talk about Brittany. I want to hear what Brittany said. Hi guys, just checking in with all of you who are concerned about me. All is well. My family has been going through a lot of stress and anxiety lately, so I just needed time to deal. But don't worry, I'll be back very soon. In the caption, Brittany herself explains that things have gotten out of control and that, quote, there's rumors, death threats to my family and my team, and just so many things, crazy things being said. So I think we can agree that's, uh, that's pretty vague. Pretty vague there, Britt. Family's going through stress and anxiety for what? What? Why? What's going? Why? Why the anxiety and stress? I mean, mention the hashtag at least. But who knows? I have no idea what's happening. Uh, it's I didn't even know that, that, that the fact that that video is a year old. It's like, well, what the fuck? This has been going on that long. Twelve years. People been saying, "Free Britney," and I'm just now hearing about it. I should pay attention to the news if I'm going to give you guys entertainment news here at Crime in Hollywood. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been my pleasure as always. I'm Patrick Michael. Until next time.